Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by hipstersofthecoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at patreon.com slash leaving a legacy. Why do I have a bunch of horse porn on my Google Plus page? Uh, I started watching it, but I was in a bathroom stall at work and it was like, <laughs> like this is not the place to be watching this. <laughs> Magic is Welcome to Leaving a Legacy. I am your host, Brian Cook. Leaving a Legacy is sponsored by Hipsters of the Coast and TheEpicStorm.com. This week we have two very special guests, Gerald Meme and Patrick Uglo. Guys, welcome to the cast. <laughs> it's such an honor to be on your show, Brian. Thank you so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Pat, when you told me you were getting sponsored by the Epic Storm, I thought we were getting money, but I just got this envelope filled with a uh, Storm of Crows. I don't, I don't know what to do with a hundred copies of Storm of Crows. Oh, you only got a hundred? Yeah, oh. <laughs> you, you got shortchanged in that one, my yeah, friend. I'm not surprised. <laughs> even even when the points don't matter, I get underserved. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to leaving a legacy. Uh, of course, we have Jerry on the call with us tonight. What's up, Jerry? Uh, not much bad. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. And we also have the uh, the illustrious Bryant Cook, who's coming off quite the heater. I would uh, say. I've had a pretty good week. Yeah. <laughs> you sent me a list of what you've done, and I said, I don't think I've played that much magic in the last six months. Uh, so that's that's fantastic. Um, uh, we are still... Are we still doing the coda for Wesley? I don't even know what's going on with that right now. I feel yes. like... Uh, okay. last, week, last week... Wow, Pat. <laughs> well, no, not we that we're not that doing... <laughs> yes, we are still doing it. One week left. Uh, Scrublands uh, will be pulled next episode. Uh, so if you are listening to this right now, you have about three... Three days to go put in your uh, raffle tickets for the Scrubland. We are over two thousand dollars, by the way, Pat. That's amazing. We, that's yep, amazing. Broke the two thousand dollar mark, uh, so that's awesome. Uh, great job, everyone. But let's uh, let's try and kick it up just a little bit more. So uh, we'll pull the Scrublands uh, next episode. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, and also um, my apologies. We are of course recording this on Monday night, uh, which is when we are posting our latest episode. They should have been posted on Friday, but. Uh, our, our our editor Justin Lutz uh, had some internet issues, and for some reason he's uh, it's a long story, but uh, he needed to get his internet restored to be able to edit the, the podcast. And then I was working; I worked uh, Saturday night and su- all day Sunday, and I just didn't have time. I had to work early Monday morning, so uh, I just didn't have time to post the episode when he sent it to me late Saturday night. So anyway, Blame Jerry. it should be out there in your yeah it's jerry's fault of course it should <laughs> yep. be in your ears now um so i hope you guys are enjoying that it's just jerry and i and i titled the episode better late than never because i feel like that's about <laughs> the theme we're on for that one um but uh l- well let's get into it bryant uh first of all thanks for coming on it's always great to have you and uh let's see you uh just won the the uh the legacy premier league and yeah, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I watched some of the finals, and you were just, like, dredging your brains out, right? Yeah. Uh, so, to skip ahead a little bit, I saw a lot of people in the questions being like, why did you play dredge? Like, what made you think dredge was a good choice? Uh, it's Meme value, obviously. Yeah, somewhat. Uh, <laughs> as the meme king, you would know, Jerry. Oh, it's, <laughs> I feel it in my lifeblood. <laughs> but uh, Legacy Premier League is a tiny, tiny metagame. And you have to think about how 
your opponent is going to attack you. And I thought that Jarvis would pick decks that would crush TES and Miracles and to a, somewhat of an extent Eldrazi. So I wanted to play Dredge because I thought he would have very little graveyard hate and that it's a deck that can just crush control decks. So I figured no graveyard hate beats control. Dredge is going to be a great choice. And sure enough, I mm-hmm. 6 would yeah, that's amazing. Um, it was it was really fun to watch. I didn't get a chance to check the whole thing out, but I did watch what I could. It was only like thirty five uh, minutes, Pat. <laughs> yeah, I am. Listen, man, I am a busy man. I don't get a chance to like. I don't get to leisurely watch. You know, I will tell you the only time in my life I've been able to watch like an actual like tournament Magic is when I had surgery. I was like, laid up in bed for like a week. That's the only time I was able to actually watch Magic streams. I just don't have time. Um, but I will check out the VOD. It was really cool to see you. Uh, to see you just tearing through it. Um, and playing Dredge was something that I didn't expect, but like you said, the way you explained that kind of that really tiny metagame uh, makes a lot of sense as to why that was your choice there. If uh, For those of you that missed it, I played Eldrazi the week before and had a very similar record. So if you're an Eldrazi enthusiast, watch that. Uh, were you on the post-Eldrazi or like Eldrazi aggro? Uh, I, it's known as Max Drazi, Max Gilmore's list okay. with main deck walking ballistas. It's very good. Oh, right. Yeah, we actually did. Jerry, didn't we talk to him about that list? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think. Did we have him on this podcast? I can't. Oh, my God. Max is a very powerful one. Jerry. (laughs) I feel like he was on the podcast. Am I wrong? Yeah, okay. I, I believe he was. He asked me to listen to his uh, I, podcast. Max, I am so sorry. I, I, li- I think it's funny because our listeners don't know this, but before we started recording, I told Pat I was buying him an Alzheimer's check for Christmas. And I'm like, nah. I mean, I, I was like, I, no, I play up my brain damage a little bit for Jerry because it, it just tilts him. But then I'm like legit here, legitimately forgetting. If, I'm like, I feel like we walking by the Max, it sounds familiar. Jeez. <laughs> Pat, did you uh, do you remember where you put your keys? Do you what remember keys? where you put your keys? <laughs> what are keys? <laughs> who who am who am I talking to? <laughs> Why are you in my house? Um, so, guys, uh, uh, to change topics a little bit, did you guys play any magic this week? I have been playing the fuck out of Return to Ravnica Limited. I love this limited format, but I have not played any Legacy. Sorry, guys. Shame. <laughs> Return to Ravnica Limited is baller. We'll uh, we'll probably talk about that on some later episodes. I have a, uh, uh, a former coworker that's now just getting into Arena and learning about Magic, and he's been playing a lot on there. And he's asking me so many questions oh, yeah. about like what's good in standard. And I do play some standard, but like obviously it's a brand new format, so I'm trying to help him, but mm. I'm not too familiar. But it seems uh, I want to say mono red is good. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that, but I, I I couldn't speak to that with any kind of authority. Um, I will say that I do love Arena very much. Um, it's, I haven't and, gotten into it at all. It seems like it's pulling it's, some it's, traffic away from Hearthstone a little bit because that's where he's coming yeah, from. I saw for the first time ever uh, Magic surpassed Hearthstone in viewers on that's, Twitch. That's wild, right? Yeah, so I mean, Mar- Arena is definitely doing its job. I've just like a l- I need to try it out, but a lot of things I've heard like have turned me off. Like apparently in sealed, it's no sideboard games, just like yeah. Game well, the, remember the the game is still in its beta. I think you'll see more uh, more gameplay similar to traditional Magic as far as like you know sideboard games go and whatnot. Um, have they stopped resetting collections? That's why I that turned me off the most because every like couple months they would just reset your collections. Well, they just reset recently, I believe. Uh, when the when the beta when it went to, from a closed beta to an open beta, I believe. Right, um, but I think that's the last one. Yeah, if that, if that's not, the last one. That might be like just the 
little nudge I need to actually do yeah. it. I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, I just like to play the games with the free decks because even though the ge- like the gameplay is like pretty simple and basic, it's still fun to play Magic. Like, just it's like playing. It's almost like playing. Uh, and Ian's gonna kill me for this, but he's gonna. It's like playing old school where you have like these kind of shitty decks, <laughs> like with like these shitty low powered, uh, poor mana curve decks, and it's just fun to play. I just went to go see um, if it was true, uh, but Arena is still not available for Mac. I'm a Mac user. Moto wasn't available. Yeah, for how does that, that and happen? Now Arena isn't like they're just cutting out like twenty to twenty five percent of the market. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't really want a bunch of Mac users playing your game anyway, but I mean, yeah, I guess it, <laughs> Ouch. I guess if your point is to make money, you know. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think, I want to say when we spoke with Lane Chase at Hascon, geez, what was it? Over a year ago now, Jerry, right? Um, yeah. I believe the idea was to get uh, Mac, to, to, was to get it uh, available for Mac, but I, I can't recall with 100% certainty if that's the case. Brian, you know what game is available on Mac that you should play with me? Eve Online. Great I'll game. Pass. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless bug. Shameless Bri- Brian, bug. did you play, um, speak, just kind of to go back to the dredge uh, games you were playing, did you play any copies of Creeping Chill in your Legacy deck? I did not. Okay. I don't think it's good um, in Legacy. I- it's it's certainly making waves in modern. I, I, yeah. I agree. I don't think it's good enough for legacy, but it's, I was just curious. I'm still calling it. I'm calling it as a called shot, Pat. I yeah. Called it. What's interesting I mean, is you, you could have a turn one kill without a flamekin if you are playing blood gas in your deck and then mill all four creeping mm-hmm. chill, then all four blood gas and play a land. I don't know how you do that. Maybe uh, the dredge land, but it's just like a way that you could do it without flamekin and uh, the uh, cephalocalcy. I mean, no, the oh no, that's uh, not deck it. more uh, Oh, hmm. It's probably not good. It's just yeah, like impossible. I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just don't think creeping. Ch- I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't seem that great, right? Yeah. Like, it's probably fine for modern. It just in like well, they're a little slower, like, so it makes more sense. I mean, I feel like yeah. that's just a version of cephalid breakfast that has to rely on the attack step. Okay, because in order for you to, in order for you to reliably you know get your kill that way you have to mill your entire deck and if you're milling your entire deck anyways i think uh like the cephalid breakfast and oops all spells decks just do that better without having to go through the attack step yeah yeah i don't i thought we talked about not mentioning oops all spells in this podcast jerry yeah sorry i forgot that was a forbidden (laughs) deck (laughs) um yeah i was just curious i don't i didn't mean to 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 kind of jerk us back there really hard but i was just curious if you if that was a card you considered playing or had played in the deck no nope. um well let's talk about what you've been playing lately brian because you have a you have a list of accomplishments lately uh so obviously you took down the the lpl which is an accomplishment in and of itself and then you played a toucan saturday i correct? did i was lucky enough to win uh and you played elves right <laughs> i played uh the epic storm with my 75 in the proper order <laughs> Yeah, we'll get. Well, why don't you please explain? Because people might be scratching their heads as to why that's funny. Well, if you looked at the results from the Sunday uh, Moto Legacy Challenge, I played my 75 in the not correct order. Uh, I was doing a video before the match started where I was demonstrating how you sideboard for miracles and then thought, oh shit, I only have a minute 30 to sign up for the challenge. So I signed up and then go to start round one and I draw and there's a hope of gear per in my opening hand. So I played the entire challenge pre-boarded for Miracles. And if you watch the videos, the only two matches I lost in the entire event were, of course, to Miracles. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, that is not the way you want to start a like start a, start a challenge, right? Yeah. Board like just like with a bunch of sideboard cards in your main deck. Yeah, well, it certainly made for an interesting experience. <laughs> I contemplated dropping before the round even started, and then my opponent was a turd, so I was like, ah, maybe I'll drop after two losses. And then I just kept on winning. <laughs> Rough life. And uh, what did you end up finishing up in the uh, in the top eight? Uh, I ended up losing to Anurag Das. Gotcha. In the finals? No, in top eight. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, well, Anurag was, I'm assuming, playing Miracles. I didn't see the, I didn't even look he at the is. list of the top He's on a yet. heater. He's top eighted three challenges in a row. He won one, Dang. top four two. So he's definitely on fire. Wow. Yeah, uh, looking at this top eight, uh, it looks like we had Grixis, Miracles, Miracles, Miracles. Reanimator, Yuan Storm, and then a blue-white Stoneblade deck, if I'm reading this correctly. And then uh, another TES list in ninth. Uh, okay, yeah, see, the, I'm looking at it on uh, on Goldfish, and they have a black-green black, green in ninth. You're wrong. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, which is like, this is just like straight-up lands. Um... Yeah, uh, for some reason, Goldfish, like, they, they post... I think it's because they, they do it post, by like, win-loss re- record instead of by standings. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, interesting. Um, so, like, how did you feel about this? I mean, obviously, the storm list you ran wasn't exactly where you wanted it to be, but uh, anything really interesting happened during the uh, during the course of the tournament? All of my Game 1s, if you watch them, I don't think that the changes really had a big impact. There was one game where I didn't want to add Nauseam because there was two white boys in my deck. But other than that, <laughs> it was pretty much, you know, the usual just emptying people. Yep. <laughs> um, awesome. All right. Well, was there anything else you wanted to talk about the top eight or do you want to move on? I want to talk about the challenge, uh, the uh, rather the 2K you were attending. Why do you want to talk about the 2K? I don't know. It sounds like something fun. I don't know. It was like 30 people. <laughs> Uh, I faced uh, a thirty-person two K. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's why I want to talk about it. Like, yeah, we didn't show up to those. That did everybody prize? Well, like you guys are out in Boston, where you thought like a hundred people was like a pretty good size two K, and I was like, I guess. Like, if I'm driving four <laughs> hours, I expect more than one hundred twenty people. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, our one case here get like twenty people. Really? Oh, man. Wait, I, like, I feel much better about our uh, attendance rates then. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we had, what, 100 and, 117 or 116? We had 100, like 117 for our yeah. three and a half A game. really good-looking yeah. guy won that event. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was probably, like, average at best, but yeah, you're right. He did win that event. <laughs> or, well, he had the coolest shirt, at least. <laughs> he did, for, that's, for, that's for sure. Yeah. That's un- yeah. undebatable. Undebatable. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, um, let's see. We have GP announcements that came out. We have the SCG schedule that came out, and we had the Columbus Classic come out. So, Brian, why don't you take? Oh, we'll do Dealer's Choice. What do you want to yeah, talk about GP first? Brian's the host; he gets to choose. That's true. GP, the GP. I think they're fantastic. However, uh, I'd like to lead off on the one thing that I think is not fantastic about that, and it's Magic Fest. What a lame friggin' name! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, did you see? Did you see the Twitter page that has like twenty three hundred followers and was like trying to? They they messaged uh, Saffron Olive and they messaged uh, Tolarian <laughs> Community College saying like, 
oh, we're a little concerned that your magic fest may be confused with our events. Like, well, they also, it's like, it was like the Edinburgh Ma- Magicians yeah, Festival. Yeah, but, but like, <laughs> and you look it up and it's like, we've had over 2,000 attendees at over 60 no, events. No, it was, it was 12, at first it was 12,000 attendees. Whatever. People were like, oh, better than Whatever. GB. And then it was like 12,000 attendees over 60 events. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, so you get like, you're basically like Jerry's dinner parties. Like, this is not a big deal. <laughs> Actually, roughly, roughly equal size. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i i thought that was i thought that was very comical i mean Magic, it's just it's look, just a look, lame look, name like, like regardless it, of who it had it before like, it's yeah. just a bad yeah, there's so right. many so here's, like worse things or uh, i don't know like they could have done worse but at the same time it would have been so much easier to just do anything better <laughs> like yeah, oh okay, maybe that's the that's gathering ex- yeah the, well, the gatherings no you can't do that because ga- the Why? gathering is a the gathering is an icp thing that's like their once a year festival and you don't want the well actually those people do come to magic events so i guess it really doesn't matter but <laughs> yeah i don't think the juggalos will mind in fact i feel if any group would embrace magic uh copying their festival name it would be juggalos <laughs> though we may get more juggalos showing up at uh at magic events yeah and if that, we already have an issue with like bad bo and like poor hygiene we don't need a bunch of those people yeah. so uh there is a Total Grand events. Prix that was next to a vaping convention, and there was live music, <laughs> and we couldn't. So we couldn't tell wh- what the bands were playing. And I'll give you each three guesses at what kind of band do you think plays a vaping convention that's well known. <laughs> what band uh, would play? Hold on, let me think. Um, like, like a band, like a band band, or is it like, like I a, imagine a rap? Like a very play. popular right. band that would play a vaping convention. Ooh, a vaping convention. Uh, Pod. You know that's not a bad guess. <laughs> You're you're not far off. <laughs> they might not still tour. Man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to think of a band that would play uh, at a vape. Creed event. or Nickelback. All right, so there's Jerry's three guesses. <laughs> P.O.D. Creed and Nickelback. <laughs> Two of the three are Christian rock bands. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I literally I, like did Limp Bizkit reunite for <laughs> for a douchebag fest. I, that's all I can with think that of. Guess. <laughs> All right. Would you like me to say? Uh, yeah, no, it was please. Alien Ant answer. Farm. Oh, oh so we're in the middle of a round. <laughs> Yo, I would have gotten all to you that. could hear is <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, like yeah, killing the Michael Jackson covers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I, I would have dropped and gone to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we clearly need more of that at Grand Prix. I, I agree. I definitely agree. I was uh, I was excited when there was a hot tub convention next to uh, GP uh, Worcester. <laughs> Go buy a hot tub in between rounds. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. But I uh, there was one thing that I thought that was a little bit weird about the Grand Prix announcement that wasn't really talked about, or at least I didn't see anyone talking about, and it's that the prize payouts based on location aren't always the same anymore. So... Oh really? There, I did not know. Yeah, there was that. one Grand Prix where the prize payouts were like thirty five thousand, and then the next one was sixty five, and then a bunch have fifty. But there was like that one that just had like thirty five thousand. Like, why is that one being screwed? Like, are pros less likely to fly to that if they're getting less money? Right. That's really. I mean, did it have to do with have to do with like some of them being Pro Tour week because they're combining the Pro Tours with the Grand Prix now? Which I think that's the best change being made is combining Pro Tours and GPS because then you actually turn Pro Tours into a viewer experience, which I think is a huge step up for Magic, the quote unquote esports. I agree one hundred percent. I think Grand Prix and PTs being all in one location is fantastic. Yeah, that that's one of those uh, ideas where like, how, why did it take this long to come up with this idea? Like, it seems so simple and so great, <laughs> and yeah, here we are. 
So uh, Magic um, Fest Sydney, $35,000. And then there's like Magic Fest Prague, 65 Magic Fest New Jersey, 50 So like why is Sydney, Australia, you know? Getting chump change. Is it like current currency exchange? Rates? Yeah, don't they have weird ga- <laughs> those like some doesn't like Germany have weird gambling laws too? Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's if anyone knows, we'd be really uh interested to find out why that is the case. And uh you can find that at um, Channel Fireball Events, uh CFBevents.com slash twenty nineteen. Yeah. The other complaint I heard is I guess they drastically reduced non-US uh events. Uh like there are a lot fewer non-US GPs now. Uh I thought they like did that because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's because they're trying to centralize like PTs and stuff like that. So if you qualify for a PT in Europe, you go to the PT in Europe. Yeah, so that was the that was the another complaint I heard, but I just heard from a lot of like people in South America that um like they got shafted again. Like they already had a very few GPs, but like the schedule that was announced had even fewer than normal. I don't have any hard figures on that, so this is just with the temperature that I'm taking from people's responses online. I I heard the same thing. Um hmm. I feel like I want to make a statement about that, but I'm just not going to because I don't want to upset people. So, Well, uh, maybe <laughs> Wizards is getting Way to be back, the, uh, the incendiary, Pat. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong, but and I order cards from them all the time, but Harura Latin won like the pro team thing. What if they're just like, screw mm-hmm. them, we're not giving you guys any more GPs now? Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of sucky. I mean, it, it's... Mm. See, I don't know like what the stats are with how well, like, how well attended GPs are in South America and how... You know, how reasonable is it for Channel Fireball to track? Because I assume, like, they're not, like, they don't subcontract out any GPs anymore, right? Like, Channel Fireball actually travels with their people to South America to run these GPs. Oh, yeah. I I guarantee it's a money thing. Like, I guarantee you. Yeah, it's probably just not, you know, if they want to have one, one, uh, uh, you know, kind of TO for all these GPs, they have to make it worthwhile, right? And so, like, we're going to see, we'll probably in the next few years see a huge, um consolidation of gps into north america which is like it's it's just that's just what's going to happen people like it's a pain in the ass to travel around the well world. i know that uh it's mm. it's super expensive the europeans have like different uh broadcasters and announcers and stuff then like mm-hmm. japan has an entirely different team like it's not channel fireball right yeah yeah don't they yeah that, that's what that's a place where they subcontracted out so maybe they they couldn't find a to to do that i mean of course we're just spitballing here we're, we're com- this is complete uh, uh, you know, conjecture, but like maybe they couldn't find a TO down there who could. I will say this: do the events in the way. I they am want. a fan of one company getting all of the GPS because, like, uh, I went to was it the one that's in Pittsburgh? Uh, is that TJ's Collectibles? Uh, uh Card Titan in Pittsburgh. Card Titan or for oh, pastimes? Uh, it might be pastimes. It was T- pastimes for TJ's, but they consistently held terrible Grand Prix, like just yeah, awful. I mean, yeah. So yeah, TJ's is our local is our one of our local like they're like they're located like fifteen minutes from me, and I've never been very impressed with with their GPS. Like I went to Providence a couple of times, not to play, just to like check it out. And like you go there, and it doesn't feel like a GP. It feels like uh, an SCG open, which isn't to, isn't to buck opens, but like you just expect more out of a GP, right? Like if it's not Star City or Channel Fireball, I wasn't like super thrilled about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jerry's going to, you know, grumble, grumble something about the free market, grumble, grumble, but right now he's doing spread, you know, fucking space spreadsheets. No. So he's not going to have anything to talk <laughs> about. Yes, yeah, yeah, fuck off, Christ. Jerry. That's what you're doing. I heard that Jerry you got your, applied. You got your be- Excel open. You got your fucking your bifocals on. You got your little your little calculator with a piece of paper that adds shit up. You can rip it off. Are you nerd shaming Stare him? at it, make sure the numbers. 
<laughs> yes, I am nerd shaming him. Uh, well, when he's in the Space oh Force, you're going to regret that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Brian. I think that like having one... Having one TO across the country is a good thing. I think that there can still be improvements made, um, but I think it's it's fine. Jerry's not going to say anything because he's too busy. Because you, you won't let me say. <laughs> no, Jerry. Oh yeah, like that's first to stop you from interrupting all, anything. <laughs> I was being firstly blind for the first time ever. Jerry was <laughs> minding his tongue. For one thing, I mean, uh, I think the important thing to talk about is, you know, facts that we actually do have hard information on. And is that is the fact that GPs are now and pro tours are now feeding to their local regions. Um, how big of a deal is that for pro players? I don't think they care. And in fact, I would argue that a lot of people when they qualify are excited to go outside the country. Like if you went a free trip to Dublin, for example, I know multiple people right. that thought that was awesome. And instead, now you're like going to Wisconsin. Yeah. So so you do think it, it matters. I think that was a huge letdown is if I win like a Worcester GP, I'm going to the regional pro tour. Uh like half the half the prize of qualifying for the pro tour was that plane ticket. That plane ticket to an exotic location. It used to be a meme when it's like, oh, the pro tour before was pro tour Hawaii or pro tour Dublin, and instead I got like pro tour Detroit, womp womp. But now it's like every plane ticket is pro tour Detroit. Secretly I think they did that to save that money. <laughs> all road lead to detroit yeah that sounds that, terrible like, right? think about it they totally did that to save money like if they don't have to fly 100 percent. if pts are 360 people and they only have to fly 160 of them across the international yeah you know what i mean 100 we're we're definitely seeing that's, costs, that's the thing cost of, saving measures you gotta in all think of this. like you gotta think i never i mean i've thought of this before but i never really tried to do the math how expensive it must be to fly all your competitors out to a out to a pro and tour. appearance fee it oh, must be insanely so expensive yeah like I think Wizards is realizing that they are not getting the like, like they are sitting on this fence and they've been sitting on this kind of shitty fence for a while of being like halfway respectable pro scene and just not supporting it at all and they're just like you know what we're failing at it let's just cut the costs uh, let's reel this back in really trim it off and because they're not getting the results that they want how, how, many, how many competitors are, to, are at a pro tour it, like four hundred yeah, it's like three fifty four hundred. So let's say three fifty, even like even a two hundred dollar plane ticket. You're talking about like over you're talking about seventy thousand dollars, and that's like a two hundred dollar plane ticket, and that's so that's like not even close to it. It's well over a hundred grand for that. For that I mean, they, right? They probably negotiate with airlines. Like, no, yeah, I I do, they're only buying four hundred tickets. It's not like they're not. I doubt. I I would be shocked. They're, if they're still negotiating with airlines, huh? I, I bet you they have some they have some deal. If they don't, I mean, actually, no. What I don't bet you because I wouldn't be surprised. Any respectable corporation should have a deal with airlines. That <laughs> but, is they're, but they're but they're right. qu- yeah. But quarterly, they're every quarter they're buying four hundred tickets. So that is not that's a drop not in the a bucket. lot of air traffic. It was Jerry. cheaper for me to fly to Grand Prix Birmingham uh, than it was for me to fly to Grand Prix Seattle. Like I bought a plane ticket for myself and my fiance to go to Birmingham. Round trip was seven fifty. My trip to Seattle was like. 650 for one plane ticket dang that's crazy like I, yeah I, I mean i can't i can't speak to that all I, all i can say is that you like they like there's no negotiation for someone buying 400 plane tickets four times a year that is like gonna, jerry that four, is such a small amount of air travel <laughs> like you like in the Pat, you just did the math you just did the math it's like four hundred thousand dollars yeah that's that's yeah. Ha- that's close to half a million dollars a year jerry like, they are going to uh, negotiate that if they should I negotiate that i would negotiate it. that 
Yeah, you're giving I, them too no, much I credit. Definitely giving them, that, I am the, giving Wizards too much credit, but it is something All that right, they should children, do. All right, children, let's <laughs> talk about something else. Let's talk about how yeah, sweet uh, Grand Prix Niagara Falls is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I can't. We're did we get confirmation if it was on the American side or the Canadian side? It's on the American side. All right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. To <laughs> Hold me on. Let's let just 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 going down this list here. Oh wait, I'm looking at 2018 of stuff that's already passed. God damn it! I have the wrong link. Son of a bitch. CFBEvents.com/slash/2019. Yeah. Thank you. Beevents.com/slash. Magic Fest Cleveland. Yeah, all right. So so I just want to say real one quick thing about Magic Fest. It's disappointing that's the name they went with. It's I don't know what so it's it, it yeah. It's just like it I I feel like we're gonna see a lot of like magic mushrooms printed on black felt and like uh like shitty pipes for sale. <laughs> this isn't and a fish concert path. <laughs> this but with Magic Fest, that's kinda what it sounds like. I, I will say I will say the concept of Magic Fest is something that we've been saying that Harping Magic on, Grand yeah, that Prix should be. Like right. the it should be more about the game and less about the actual GP, which I'm sure yeah. for someone like like Brian, you might find that uh, you know, a bit sacrilegious, but I I do think that like they're better off as a having the events you know as more focused on casual players and people coming to the to the to that yeah, event to hang out than it's than definitely what is good for the right? game. I get zero enjoyment out of how many cast players are there. Like just does not interest yeah. me. I it, so I agree a hundred percent with you. Like I'm the, I'm the same way. I go there to play the big event. I don't really care about who's in costume. Uh, but yeah, it, I th- I think you're right, and I think it's it's. It's noteworthy that you are you're able to say you know it's 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 good for the game, not necessarily what you're looking for, yeah. right? I think I think we're seeing GPs ceasing to be a relevant competitive format if we continue on this trend. I don't know if you like, noticed, but pro- uh, the three GPs last month, so Grand Prix Richmond, uh, both GPs at that event were sub nine hundred people. Uh, GP yeah, was, Jerry yeah. was mentioning that that it was yeah. a much oh. lower attendance than he expected. I, which I thought they it sounded fine, but but Jerry had said they were expecting a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, like a legacy GP being less than like two thousand people hasn't happened in years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then GP Orlando was the same month that was eight hundred. GP Providence was I want to say less than seven hundred people. So it's not even just like one format; it's all of Magic. Just yeah, well, yeah. wasn't like GP in Mexico last week like three hundred players? Yeah, it was it was a tiny it was it was sub four hundred sub four uh, GP Mexico. Yeah, well, I was talking to a, a group of people and they were talking about how the pros just don't travel to GP Mexico City for whatever reason. People just don't go there. It's the cartels. <laughs> you can't say that shit. Uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, fucking come get me, these bumfuck Massachusetts people. Come get well, me. Uh, there's also Grand please Prix Montreal. Please don't come get me. Edit that out, please. <laughs> please edit that out, Justin. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> oh my god! Um, I know my head in the back of it. No, course. I mean I think we, I think we are saying, and I just want to say I got so much flack for it, but yet, yet again, it is coming to fruition. But yeah, I, I think we're moving away, and I think it's good for Magic as a whole. It's bad for competitive players. Like we're not going to have the GP circuit as this like consistent ability that anyone can enter and it, test their skills. It sounds like people have to go on the Star City Games uh, tournament scene. Well, before we get there, yeah, which, so I think there's like a couple things that have happened over the last few years. So like we talked about how uh, it's gone from many TOs to one TO and right before mm-hmm. uh, we got down to one TO, GPs were hitting $100 for entry. Like Channel Fireball had yep. charged $100 for multiple events. Like I paid $100 back-to-back weekends for Toronto and then New Jersey. 
and now they're capped mm-hmm. at eighty dollars for entry. Mm-hmm. Eighty dollars is still a lot of money if you're a casual player. Like if you're like yeah. an F and yeah, hero but- and you sign up for a Grand Prix, you're probably not making your money back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so so what I what I think is we're seeing Magic Fest turn into more of this festival uh, scenario, which is what people have asked for, and the Pro Tour is a spectacle, and you qualify the, for the Pro Tour outside of it. But it's I almost feel we're getting to a point where Magic Fest is something where there isn't even a main event that's open to the general public. It's just the Pro Tour for people to watch, and then just a bunch of side events that you can play. And then cosplayers and artists and shops. And there isn't going to be this like big Grand Prix like we know, like we, we used to know. Well, how would you qualify then? Just the PTQs? Yeah, like I think I think they end up just like separating it out, and maybe they do. Maybe they do run like a PP, a PTQ at the same time that they're doing a pro tour to like feed in for the next. Well, one. why wouldn't you? Just but do it's a not grand like prix, a grand a grand prix scale. It's just, I'm just like scale wise is what I'm trying to say. Okay. It's like whether you call it a, a PTQ or a GP or whatever. It's just we, we gone are the days of like two thousand, three thousand, four thousand person GPS. I hope that's the case because those things sucked. I went to GP Vegas yeah. and it was just under 3000 people. I was 79th place, did not get paid. 3000 people. Yeah, that's that's that insane, right? Like, yeah, that's uh, the, the, <laughs> you're in the you're in the top like 0.5% uh, top 3%. You don't get paid. But yeah. <laughs> top 3%. Yeah, yeah. that's some like, bullshit. Like price structures um, for GPs just suck. But one thing I do think yeah. that Wizards did right, not regarding to GPs, but PTQs. PTQs are gone. And they were terrible. Like I won three different yeah. PPTQs and then just like couldn't attend one of the RPTQs. Like just like my schedule wouldn't allow for it. So, and then just didn't so, do well in two RPTQs. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, so like, I don't know anything about a PPTQ, RPTQ, PP. I don't know anything about them. So it's just going to be a PTQ now. Like you, you oh, win that, you win that event, you qualify. Spike an event, you're on the pro tour. Okay. Instead so of- it's not like the two part kind of feed into an RPTQ stuff. Yeah, which yeah. I think is good. Like I think yeah. spiking event pro tour is the way. Yeah. But also, yeah, like, I, I agree. It's really tough for some people to dedicate two weekends. Like Pat, you have kids, so like yeah. you can't guarantee two months from now that you're going to have an open weekend to go play Magic. Right. I I can't guarantee two months from now I'm gonna even when I bought the fucking entry into the event. Sometimes I just can't go because my castmate yeah. backs out like a little bitch. <laughs> Man, who would do that? <laughs> um, so um, one thing we, I, we're gonna have to make this podcast NC seventeen soon. <laughs> uh, one Wait, thing I want to talk. About, no, the most important thing: the sky. Are you bringing up the scheduling? Yeah, uh, the, uh, just the, the 2019 schedule. Well, just that it, they're only releasing it quarter by I quarter. I hate that. Which. Yeah, that makes it very difficult yeah. to plan, and also there was no legacy of event so, announced for the which first is like, quarter. Which, so right, the planning I, thing I would, is more I would, important. To me. I would pump your brakes on that because yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to cause a stir. I'm not saying yeah. like, oh, the so sky is falling or anything like that. I'm just saying it's annoying that. Well, we can't I mean, plan. usually the first, the first GP for legacy, I want to say, is generally in April anyway. Am I like way off base? Because I feel like that's. I like, feel like first quarter usually has a U. Uh, like I always feel like the U.S. has a first and fourth quarter GP, hmm. but that's like I maybe I'm misremembering right it. That. But I just rem- I just remember going to a, a GP at the end of the year and then another GP at the beginning of I, the year. I feel if I was gonna so, like if I was gonna take a guess as to what GPs are gonna be legacy, like I see Niagara Falls on the uh, on April nineteenth. I think that's likely to be legacy, um, mainly because there's also one in Yoko, like in Japan on the same day. So there's a really good. I think there's a good chance that that's going to be a legacy GP, mm-hmm. um, and probably Seattle. Well, maybe Seattle, Seattle's even though that's also one. in June, right? Well, Seattle's what? I I hope Seattle. Seattle's, Seattle's probably legacy. Seattle's legacy. Well, London was yeah. uh, 
legacy this year or this past year. Right. Uh, so Birmingham the following month could also be uh, legacy again. We have the actual real schedules. You linked me the last year's schedule. Yeah. Sorry. I'll let me. I'll put it in the. Uh, if you're if you're you know you were too busy with your space spreadsheets. I'm literally um, looking at the screen. But well, no, because Brian had it. I, I, I had I've said it three times. Link and and he fixed. Yeah, he said it. He said it, um, but yeah, I will just hold on. But it's on. still not fixed. <laughs> right, because I typed it in like a, you know, because I was paying attention. But here you go, Jerry. Just, so, <laughs> just to hold your hand. So going back to what I was trying to say before, Jerry rudely interrupted me, uh, yeah. was that the going quarterly sucks because plane tickets are generally the cheapest two to three months out. Is that what you found, by the way? Because I was, I I don't know when the best time to book a plane For me, is. that's what I found. Like, if you're within the one month, you're screwed because you're going to pay almost double. Where like, I think two okay. months is about the sweet spot. And okay. it makes it a lot tougher when you don't know what you're buying for. Like, yeah. I mean, well, hey, you know what? People listening to this podcast, why don't you tweet at Magic uh, at uh, Channel Fireball and be like, hey, can we get a little bit more lead time? Because some of us are adults, and like, especially the people who are going to legacy events. Like, right. we're oh, not. I also feel like they locked in the location. Also, like requesting but they vacation didn't lock days. in the format. Yeah, requesting vacation days is huge. But I, I feel like the location would yeah, be harder Jerry, to organize requesting than the vacation days. Hard, can I fit <laughs> harder to organize than the format? Like the format seems simple to figure out. I don't understand why they need they're setting the formats only a quarter ahead of time. Jerry, are you fun employed again? No, I'm not fun employed. No, it's because Jerry couldn't get time off. Pa- so, uh, I don't. You know, what? I'm just gonna get upset. I don't want to talk about it. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of uh, tournaments coming up. Uh, they're all over the place. Hopefully, we see some legacy. I, I expect. I'm hoping Niagara Falls is legacy because that'd be sweet to go to. Yeah, go to New York. Um, Seattle is likely going to be legacy. Speaking of and events in New York, can I make a transition? Yeah, man. Let's there go are for it. two Star City Opens in my hometown next year. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. Like, I'm I'm a little bummed that uh, Worcester yeah, is Worcester not going to be legacy, but the consolation prize is that. Um, wait, do I have the wrong thing again here? Now, Star, uh, Star City Worcester is modern, which modern. I was annoyed at. Yeah, modern is a fine format. It? It's fine. Why is this? Oh, this is because this is modern. this is last year's <laughs> tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Pat is just living in the past. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Syracuse, Syracuse's legacy. When is legacy Syracuse? March second oh, on my birthday. Oh man, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> gonna gonna crash. Crash uh, Syracuse. Oh. And then the following month, there's a team open also in Syracuse. Mm. I have noticed uh, still going hard on the uh, the team team tournaments. Yeah. Uh, I, it, I, I will I not noticed- travel for them. Like, I barely even wanted to go to the Wooster Open that I won because outside of first yeah. place, the prizes suck. Like, if you get second yeah. place, you get $1,000 a person for second place for an event that costs yeah. $60 center like yeah it just doesn't feel good um my what i actually liked which i would be more down with is did you see they had team non-unified modern like i would love team non-unified legacy yeah that would be dope there, there's a chance that could happen they'll pro- they're probably testing out with modern because modern is a bigger like a, a more well-attended format, like but like yeah team. no why not I, I mean why not like there's they're still gonna get the same amount of legacy players like whether you have teams of three or you have people going individually, I think it's a lot more difficult players. to get legacy players to team up. 
Like in general, when I he has a disagree. lower turnout, I I don't all, I think you would you would have much better results getting all players of the single format compared to getting three players of different three. Yeah, different I literally formats. don't know anyone who plays modern or yeah. Standard. It was do you know it was almost impossible to find a standard player for uh, SCG. Was I it was a pain was in the in ass the and I never wanted boat, to do but it. Then I found one. But I think that we're also <laughs> the minority. Good for you. <laughs> no, well, I, like, I think for I, most I do people, think, like, finding legacy players. I don't is the most think so. Part. But, like the majority of the majority of teams that I met were like two legacy players and a modern player, and the legacy players flipped a coin to see who would play standard. Like almost every team so, was either you're that a legacy or like player. two standard, like yeah, or two standard players and a modern player. And the, the standard. Do you ever player go into your local game store and ask people what format they play? Because like it's no, like it's, one in twenty people says legacy. Yeah, well, if I go into my local game store, if they don't play Legacy, they're nine years old. Yeah. Like that is the um, local yeah, and they're not, and their parents aren't letting Jerry around them. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so our <laughs> modern locals get like over forty people, sometimes fifty people on a Wednesday night. Like Legacy's, but yeah. not like I love Legacy, just not the most popular format. And like, no, it's I don't think I don't think anyone's arguing that, but I do think that like if you have le- like Legacy players are going to mill around and and socialize with other yeah. Legacy players, so I think that getting right. three Legacy players together is pretty easy. Versus yeah, like a exactly. modern, a legacy, and a standard player. Not, not that like obviously those player bases are much larger uh, than than legacy. I could, I, but could, I think that I like, could form nine three man legacy teams by tomorrow. I could so, struggle to form a single uh, legacy modern standard player by the I, end of the month. I just want to. Hey, I just want to say that Jerry just, Jerry just bragged about having twenty seven friends. I, just I would wanna, not like, be on your team. <laughs> it's called it's called one of my dinner parties. <laughs> so just real quickly because we haven't talked about the actual dates, we do have a legacy open in syracuse on march 2nd uh we do have team constructed events a bunch of them spread out and then i think the uh all the team constructed events will have legacy classics on the sunday is that correct uh i think that's uh isn't that how it works i don't know if that is true Mm. i hope it's true that would be awesome if it's true well, they also are bringing back uh, the standard. What was it? The like invitational, the Star City Games invitational, the players championship, they, not the invitational. Yeah, players championship. That's what it, that's what it is. Um, so they're bringing that back, which is huge. I think that's uh, a pretty nice inclusion. Like, I just feel, I just feel that. Um, Wizards made their announcement about the GP changes, and then Star City Games was like, "All right, drop the mic." <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think like let's just be honest. Like Star City Games does a better job of delivering premier play tournament experiences than than Wizards does. So with, I with think the, Star uh, City got away with something right? that was very sneaky. Ooh, and it was that they raised their events by twenty dollars, or maybe it was what just the main to? event. I think the main event went up ten dollars. My bad. It wasn't forty because the side oh. events are forty. But uh, they're now sixty dollars where they were fifty, and the yeah. added entry isn't going into the prize pool. It's going yeah. into their I mean, production. Yeah. Well, like, look, like it costs money to go, like, to go to these places, and I imagine that those costs don't go down; they only go up. So I'm not, I'm I'm actually fine with that. Like, like I, I'm going to pay I, the extra ten dollars, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, we're getting back to the point where. The more the F and M heroes don't have sixty dollars all the time to go play right. in bigger events. Yeah, that's a, that's a totally fair you know kind of, that's a totally reason uh, a totally fair reason. Um, that on top of that, they got rid of actual magic play mats, and now we're getting funny, stupid play mats. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. I'm just like, did like they definitely lost like some licensing right or something like that. I like when I saw that, I raised an eyebrow. Like what uh, the play mats they have? Yeah, they're like weird cats and stuff now. Yeah, well, they've the the, the SCG playmats have always sucked. Like, I don't want 
I don't want a Todd Stevens token. I don't want a fucking playmat with a cat on it that looks like Death Right Shaman. I don't like any of that stuff. So yeah, well, the, Pat, the we're SG very similar. swag has never. Yeah, that stuff has never been like has never been in my wheelhouse. I categorize magic players into two categories: people that are very very competitive, and this is their outlet, and then people that mm-hmm. like dragons. Jerry yeah. likes dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be in the former no. camp. I think. I do not like. I like Jerry. I like slithery like dragons. I like having fun. You like dragons? Yeah, Jerry likes dragons. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. So <laughs> now, uh, lastly, because we're starting to get a little long here, but I do want to go over the results from uh, from Columbus. Uh, we had a Columbus uh, the classic. Legacy classic. Yeah. Why do you want to go over something else? I don't know. Rakdos. I mean, Reanimator. there's a team. Tw- there's a team torn. Yeah, I don't. You know what? I'm not even get into that because the last time I started harping on that, people started giving me a little bit of blowback. Not that I really give a shit, but it was just obnoxious to see it in my feed. I thought um, you were gonna say something else there. Uh, it, it, no, I don't know. Uh, but this top this top sixteen is actually pretty cool. Um, one thing I noticed just off the bat was there was a lot of Eldrazi posts in this top sixteen. Three decks, uh, three Eldrazi posts finishing. Uh, let's see, fourth. 8th and 12th. Um, but it looks like Black Red Reanimator are taking it down. Let's take a look at this deck list here. I haven't looked at it yet. Clowns are going to clown. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I feel like, I don't know how big this... Do we know how large this classic was? Can we get... I don't know if we can get numbers on that, but... How about you, Jerry? What are you looking at, nerd? Looking at spreadsheets? I'm trying to... Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Don't lie. Ooh, Jerry, <laughs> Dream at, Halls, Dream Halls in the main There were 103 Tale. people what? in the Legacy uh classic. Yeah, yeah. And our event our event had more people than this. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which is like that so all right. So that's uh, that's why I wanted to know. I was curious because uh that makes a lot of sense that Black Red Emitter could take down a small tournament like that, right? Cuz that's like what 6 rounds of Swiss plus top I mean, 8 we, or 5 rounds. We might of Swiss, be going maybe. back to this as the new normal just with the way size of tournaments are yeah, in general. It's great. Like I think like I think we're going away from like GP New Jersey was the height of legacy attendance with like how many thousand players showed up for GP New Jersey. Um, so I think we do have to shift our expectations mm-hmm. where I think a hundred people is around where you can start taking a, uh, a tournament results. Jerry, you know, with, Jerry, with hold on. We got to talk about, we got to talk about this Omnitel list. Oh, the blue black list. Yeah. I was looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so crushing th- online. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been doing. I just I can't on. bring myself to play because it's so all in on show and tell. Wait, are they on black? I don't even see black here. I don't know. The Am guy's the current trophy leader. Oh, is are we the current about, trophy leader? Hold on, really? guys, are we talking about Hank West? Hank West? No, we're, are you guys looking at a different list? It's not. Oh, it's somebody playing Leger's list. Leger's the current trophy leader. Oh, I see. Yeah, so this is this this is piloted by Hank West with a Dream Halls in the main, and I'm just want to read this card because I actually don't I don't remember what it does. It's from Stronghold. It's three blue blue for an enchantment, and instead of paying reserve the reserve list, <laughs> yeah, instead of paying nice. for the casting cost for any for a spell of any color, its caster may choose and discard a card that shares at least one color with that spell. That spell has X in its casting cost. You've never seen Dream Halls before? No, I well, I've seen it before, but I, I don't remember. Like, I haven't seen it enough. I've never played against it. First of all, you're old. And I don't you should know what this yeah. does. Yeah, but what I wasn't like playing competitively in Tempest. In like Tempest, I mean, I was playing was kitchen I. table magic. I didn't start until Odyssey, and I know what it does. Actually, I started in Invasion, yeah. but... You also play a lot more Magic than I do. All right. Uh, so there's one copy of Dream Halls, but, um, but there's also two copies of Pieces of the Puzzle. And four copies I, of Layla and I sang today. Gross. Uh, piece of the yeah, Puzzle, yeah. Tuna Blue for a Sorcery. 
Uh, reveal the top five cards of your library. Put up to two instant or sorcery cards from among them into your hand, and the rest in your graveyard. Huh. Yeah. It's like I so. Think this is like a cunning like, wish. This is a cunning wish deck. So you're just looking for copies of cunning wish, essentially. Uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, it can get instant or sorcery. So you're looking for show and tells. You're looking two for copies of impulse. Wishes. You're looking for force of will. Right. Um, like it's but it's a pretty nice pieces card. is this, really this, good in modern storm. Yeah, I, I imagine it's a pretty, it seems like a pretty good card. And and I think I think of it like a blue sylvan scrying is the way it like makes sense in my mind. Wh- why is he running three copies of steam vents? Is is it only because they didn't have? I think because volcanic he's just basic guy. No, I mean you can just run literally any any fetch that fetches blue. No, no steam vents. The, the oh, shock lands. Vents. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy just doesn't oh, have volcanics. <laughs> God, <laughs> that explains why he's running Leyland of Sanctity in the sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I was just curious if there was a reason, but I can't imagine there is, right? Like, uh, no, it's just budget. It's just budget. Okay, budget. Games. All right, I just want to make sure I'm not missing something here. Uh, I'm going to take back what I said about taking 100 man tournaments as an indication of the meta. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, look, like that's uh, dumb combo decks can sometimes do dumb combo things, right? Oh yeah, I mean, hundred man tournaments is like the dream of these these sorts of combo decks because you can just get lucky seven seven times mm-hmm. in a row and just get there. Yeah, uh, the let's old see, games post- events back in the day. Oh yeah, I, I I won so many duel lands that way, just playing like a dumb combo event uh, combo deck in uh, like a small field and just running hot for a couple mm-hmm. rounds. Can't relate. Um, uh, we also saw Rug Delver in fifth place, I believe. Was it fifth? Yeah, I don't know Rug why Delver, people which, still like, play Rug Delver. I think well, it is the I mean, it worst Delver strategy you could play. It, it, I agree. It did make a splash. Um, and yet it just keeps putting up results. Well, <laughs> no. Courier. I wouldn't say, like... Yeah, Bomac Courier is like Bomac Courier is legit in this deck. Um, Bomac Courier is probably good in even like something like Eldrazi. Uh, it's it's pretty sweet. But yeah, so we're looking at Rug Delver. Nothing like super crazy here. Actually, nothing really interesting in this. It's a very stock list. Um, running the two of Winter Orb on the sideboard, which I approve of. Uh, we did have Maverick coming in sixth, and I like to see Maverick in the top eight. And this is running copy of Night of Autumn, the new Ravnica. Um, I think that card is very good. Yeah, one one green white for a creature Dryad Knight. When it enters the battlefield, you get to choose one. You either had to uh, put two plus one plus one counters on Night of Autumn, or uh, destroy target artifact or enchantment, or gain four life. And it's a two one. So yeah, that seems pretty good because it's it's searchable with, with uh, what the hell's it called? Green Sun uh, Zenith. Green Sun. Yeah, it's a, it's a green sunable card. Uh, it seems like it's one of those things that it does a lot of stuff that you need it to do, right? It's just really flexible. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. Goblins and, in seventh. Yeah, that's the other one I want to talk about. Goblins in seventh, and uh, Jesse Hefner. Let's see anything really cool. I mean, I don't. I don't know a whole lot about goblins. Uh, I guess goblin can... crater makers in there is kind of interesting, right? Yeah, that's a card that I think Zach had mentioned would probably be pretty good. Um, it's the one in a red for a creature goblin warrior to two two. You can pay one, sacrifice it to. Uh, you get to choose one. So crater maker deals two damage to target creature, or you get to destroy target colorless non land permanent. Um, curious as to what. The, like I, again, it's you're they're only running two copies, so it's something that can be searched up uh, with what is it? Goblin ringleader is that the one that gets you get to find goblins with? And matron, goblin matron. You get to yeah, you get to search for for goblins. Um, 
I think I think the big I just love the Trash Master. Yeah, Trash uh, Master is so good, and there's only one in this list. Trash Master is yeah. two red red for a Goblin Warrior to three three. It's a Goblin Lord, so other goblins you get you control get plus one plus one. Sack a Goblin, destroy target artifact. So what are they? What's the? I mean, besides like the pump the pump effect, like what artifacts are they looking? Like is is this gonna, is this going to be shut down by Batter Skull? Okay, yeah. but Batter also skull, like jet. I know it's like a small thing. But this is a 3-3 Goblin that Anthems, which was like a big deal back in the day because they would get locked out by Double Engineer Plug. Not that that's Mm -hmm. a relevant thing nowadays, but like seven years ago, this is the exact card they wanted. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a little while to get through R&D, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I I like seeing, you know, decks like Goblins make it into a top eight. I think it's fair to say that like I, we've had proof that Deathrite Shaman killed goblins because goblins completely disappeared while Deathrite Shaman was a card and well, Deathrite Shaman went away and goblins just comes roaring. Yeah, back. I will say like since like, I mean goblins was consistently not, seen goblins put up results week after week. Goblins was a non-factor when I started in Legacy, which was back in twenty fifteen, maybe twenty six. Yeah, twenty fifteen. So I have never like I can never say that I've seen goblins consistently do anything in any tournament ever. So, and that's obviously been in the Deathrite Shaman era. So, yeah, you're probably right, Jerry. Like, death. I mean, I, th- I also think we're just kind of like in a really great spot in Legacy right now. There's just so much <laughs> where, to do. Where terrible decks can win events, and it's amazing. There's nothing, Jerry, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing, there's really no terrible decks in Legacy. There's just terrible players. <laughs> and terrible people like me. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's the top 16 there. I don't want to go too much into it because, again, we are uh, running a little long in time, but. Uh, we, I will, of course, put that in the show notes so you guys can check that out for yourselves. Um, let's see. Anything else we want to talk about before we start wrapping up here, guys? Well, how about we talk about that sweet event coming up in November? Yeah, well, that's that's the other thing I want to mention. The Leaving Legacy Open. I'm calling it an open now. I don't care what anyone says. I don't that's know. That's what I've been calling this day one, yeah, like, and no one listened like to the me. Open, an open is fine, right? Like, <laughs> Couldn't we come up with something cooler, like Duel for... I don't know if you're giving out duels or not, but like Duel for Duels or... No, it's just cash. We're like, giving out cold, like, hard cash. It could be like cash. the Leaving Legacy beatdown. I know Pat's going to like this. I got paid $1,200 straight hard cash that the tax man did not get. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate that. Suck it, Tom. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Saturday, November 17th, uh, doors at 11 a.m., uh, player meeting at noon. It's going to be 40 bucks, Guaranteed 2K. Uh, we will, of course, have uh, the trophy made up, which we're going to get pictures of. I can't wait to see. Jerry and I are going to actually finish uh, designing that today, hopefully, and we'll have uh, have a prototype. And we'll I hope be able that it's to, just uh, Jerry's face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just like a Roman bust of me. <laughs> Actually, that would be fucking dope as shit. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. People would have walked into uh, my house and just be terrified. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Halloween. Doubles as a Halloween decoration. <laughs> um, so that's going to be um, awesome. Uh, we're going so yeah, to be, we got- uh, we'll stream it on twitch.tv slash leaving a legacy. So that'll be a nice all day stream. Uh, we have uh, We have Wilson from the Brainstorm Show and also of Cardboard Live coming up to do the uh, the casting with us. Correct, Jerry? Yes, Wilson is coming yeah. up and joining us in the booth again. We're going to have Cardboard Live going. Uh, we also are going to have headhunting again. Yep. So uh, we're going to have some players in the event where if you beat them just for beating them in that round, you're going to get a pack. And uh, I think Tom wanted to put a bounty yeah, on someone. Yeah, I think so we're, we're, working on, we're actually working on a fucking 
Uh, thanks to our friend Tom <laughs> like Hepp, who was like, who I can't say enough good things about the guy about how much he gives back to the game. Uh, he is. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say what it is yet because we haven't finished the details. But I think we're gonna have a very spicy, uh, <laughs> very exciting bounty card on someone's head. I mean, we're, well, this is like a major card, right? It's not like it's not a pack of standard cards. It's like a pretty dope prize. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's gonna be. If sweet. you guys opt to do me again, you should probably not give me anything good because i didn't give out a whole lot of packs last time <laughs> you didn't give out any packs did you i think i gave out one. Oh, one pack yeah, gave, shame on you. you did win did win the event yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking of putting the bounty on aaron but we didn't want to give it away in the first round <laughs> <laughs> that guy just comes to just play with a ham sandwich half the time so <laughs> i love you aaron um yeah so it's gonna be awesome I, I really can't wait uh the prizes of course scale up i think last time we had 117 players and ended up being yeah, a three and at, a half uh, k so i have um, 100 and 120 players it's a three and a half k and 175 players it turns into a five right so which I have is a question like for you great. guys and i hope you two don't murder me but are you a little worried about the event starting at noon and then hitting like seven or eight rounds and it going till midnight I mean, we've had events like FNMs go to midnight at gaming, etc. So that's not really an issue. Um, I mean, the reason why we were starting at noon is because last time a bunch of people complained that it started too early uh, when we had doors at 10 and the event starting at uh, 11. 11 yeah. So we are doing boohoo. We shouldn't listen to the yeah, get exactly early. like get a job, get, get a haircut, show up to your fucking events on time. <laughs> Bro, I am oh, I'm with you 100%, man. I want to get my Jocko Willink on these fucking people. Um, yeah, so, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's we will see how it goes. Maybe next time we'll split the difference. We'll do an 11 a.m., you know, like player meeting at 10. <laughs> we'll do a 10, 10.30 start to be extra confusing. <laughs> <laughs> 10.30 start, 9.17 player meeting. It'll be great. Uh, also, but no, the people this that were complaining were closer than I was. Yeah, it's people just like to complain, man. I mean, like, you know. We're we're just yeah, we are starting we are starting at noon sharp right noon sharp player knows. meeting at noon eleven sharp. yeah let's not confuse everyone no player meeting is not at eleven <laughs> doors doors oh, sorry are at yeah, 10. doors <laughs> doors are at ten doors, doors, are, at doors are nope doors are eleven Jerry shut up doors are eleven <laughs> player meeting is at noon that is correct I'm pretty sure this pretty sure the store opens at ten Jerry doors are at eleven <laughs> players at noon Jerry's not allowed to talk that's direct for, directly from Michelle. Um, All I know is if you want to play, you better be there by noon. Yeah, be, no, be there by eleven. <laughs> Jeez, what are they going to do a player meeting for an hour they can for? Come meet us and tell us how much they love us. <laughs> no one wants to do that. That's true. Um, so yeah, it's going to be awesome. I really can't wait. Uh, we'll have some cool, have some cool prizes, um, and uh, yeah, come play and try to win some money and uh, a trophy. Yeah. Plus lots of cool other stuff. Yeah, uh, Pat, we got to do. Uh, we got to figure out what we're going to do for our uh, special special matchup. Yeah, yeah, between, between the Top between eight. Swiss and Top Eight. I mean, we may we might not do that this year because if only things are recorded this time. Uh, oh my god, I'm still so upset I, that we missed. I, the, yeah, I can't even tell you. Revised, like, yeah, that's actually like a dagger in my heart right now. It, it's so. <laughs> It it bugs me so much, and it's just one of those things. It's one of those things that, like, the first time you do anything, you're gonna hit a, a couple snafus, and that was our major snafu. But I'm it is what it credit is. For probe getting banned, because I literally won an event, and then the next day they banned probe and blame storm. <laughs> so I'm gonna take credit for that. Yeah, we were the last relevant deathrite shaman uh, tournament. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's gonna be awesome. Um, I can't wait. If you have any questions or comments, concerns, uh, DM Jerry. You can find him on Twitter. Um, all right, let's get into some scoops and poops before we get out of here. Jerry, who are you scooping in the top eight this week? 
who uh, I am going to scoop in our friend Wilson Hunter because hell yeah. Uh, we were talking earlier. Uh, Wilson's wanting to gather some investors to buy uh, MagicFest.com because it is currently unowned. <laughs> Wizards never bought MagicFest.com, so maybe we're just gonna we're gonna pick it up for meme value. Fifteen thousand dollars. It is not fifteen. That's what he was sending around. Oh my god! Yeah, he didn't give me a final price tag. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta with, rescind my offer to uh, be a uh, be a full member. I don't know, man. I think it's probably worth it because they're just gonna buy it from you. You can just probably make a quick couple grand on it. <laughs> there are people who do that yeah. who just sc- scoop up website yeah. domains. Uh, the Boston Red Sox picked up a new baseball field in Florida, and some guy bought the domain to the park, and then the Boston Red Sox bought it off him for ten grand. Jeez, it yeah. cost him ten dollars. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> It's like that episode of uh, The Office where it's like Wolf. You know, they, oh, they Wolf. Just yeah, buy. Wolf.com. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Wolf, Wolf.com. <laughs> um, awesome. You, you have any poops this week, Jerry? Uh, no, my life is going pretty well. Uh, yeah, no, no, everything, no complaints. <laughs> pretty well, no complaints. pretty well in, a, in Jerry adjusted terms, right? Like, I, I will, I will just say, I feel it's going I well feel, for Jerry. <laughs> it's going well. I'm like, I'm like Jerry. I'm Jerry Seinfeld over here. I'm just like complaining. Yeah, like a tenth of his cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I, I, I just want to clarify. I think, I think most of the changes to the GP are uh, good. Yeah, I think agreed. people are going to think we're harping on it a bit. And I, I mean, I think it's natural to point out the shortcomings first. But I think overall these are good changes, and it's just something we need to adjust to. And we just can't expect, you know, the GPs of yesteryear. Yep, agreed. I think yeah, it's, hopefully I, I we think get a cooler name. Yeah, net yeah. net positive. Name sucks. Net positive. Uh, yeah, it just it, it's frustrating to be like, do you guys ever talk to a marketing person? Like ever? Do you have marketing yeah. people? Um, I work. Or did you uh, give Jason? it more than like five seconds? Like, did you let an intern pick this? I don't know. Let's not get into it. Um, <laughs> <sighs> uh, how about how about you, Brian? Who you want to scoop in the top eight this week? I have two. Uh, the people that write for theepicstorm.com, they've been killing it recently. Like a lot of quality content's been going out of the site, not from me. And I really appreciate everything they do. They've been doing a really good job. And my second scoop is to you two for allowing me to come back. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. We love having you on. Thanks so much for coming back. Um, yeah. How about- Just tell me where I can turn these Storm of Crow tokens <laughs> in for cash. Uh, com. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, how about any poops? Any poops from you, Bryant? Uh, I'll give one to Jerry for, you know, being Jerry. <laughs> All right, I like it. <laughs> sounds about sounds about right. <laughs> um, I let's see who am I going to scoop in this week? I'm going to scoop in. I'm going to scoop in our D and D play group. Uh, mainly, mainly Aiden and, uh, and <laughs> this is uh, the this is the worst like subtle hint I've ever. No, no, no. <laughs> mainly Aiden and Zeki, and and it's definitely not Jerry. Are you going to give Are you going to give the web the website next? No, <laughs> no, no. I just want. I'm just saying. I've re- I've been really enjoying. Play, I, I've been wanting to play D&D for a long time, and even though we're playing it over Skype, which isn't ideal, um, it's still a lot of fun, and I've been really enjoying it, and uh, I just want to scoop in those guys. Um, but and not me. Not, <laughs> specifically not Jerry. <laughs> is it? Is it because I set you on fire? It's, <laughs> and Barry, you know what, I can't even get into it. Um, and uh, and the, I, I'm going to give poops to my dog, Max, because he's been sitting underneath my chair for the last uh, since we started recording just ripping the most vile ass this entire time and i can't leave this room because i'm tied to my computer right now so i'm, I'm pooping on my dog for being a, being a jackass 
Jeez. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Awesome. Well, if you want to find us, you can find uh, Jerry at J M E E three R G on Twitter. You can find me uh, at Pat Uglo. You can find Brian at MTG the Epic Storm. Is that right? That is correct. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good off the top of my head. Um, let's see. You can find the stream twitch.tv slash leaving a legacy. Find us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash leaving a legacy. Find us on hipsters. Join the Facebook group. You can email dickpicksdeckpicks to leaving a legacy at hipstersthecoast.com. And of course, special thanks to our audio technician, Justin Lutz. Uh, even though his uh, internet is absolutely horrible, uh, we, we still appreciate the hell out of him. So thank you so much for, for making, uh, making sure that we sound good and, uh, just removing all of my crazy Alex Jones moments. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, he hasn't been removing them. I've been telling him to uh, put them in, in for a special collection. <laughs> We're going to release it as a Christmas album. The greatest hits. Pa- yeah, greatest hits of Pat's Alex Jones. Oh, rants. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the, the, best part is that, like, the, the best part is that like people who know me like really know like what I'm all about. But I just love I just love to get people riled up because it's just it's I'm, too much. I'm fun. starting to wonder, Pat. I'm starting to wonder which side is the real oh, you. Well, we'll remember you know, in a week anyway. I'm a man of many yeah, faces, that's... Jerry. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Man. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out. And Brian, thanks again for coming on, man. We, we appreciate it. And we will catch you guys all next week. Come on down to